because I I perhaps hold their judgment on a bit more of a pedestal or it's just I've got a bit more determination that I want I want to be able to present them with something that's real rather than a, a pie in the sky kind of yeah I'm doing this and and having those comments of oh cool nice yeah you won't be doing that in six months that kind of negativity so yeah I don't yeah, analyze that score. Yeah, I'll analyze that. I've been analyzing it the last two minutes. You've been talking. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, it's it's a strange one because you know people are always going to have their opinions, no doubt. And often it's because they put people in boxes. So like, this is what Liam does. This is what I expect of him. As soon as you start stepping out of that and doing something that they're not used to, they're going to question it. And they're going, hey, come back into the box that I put you in. Come back now because it's mm. not comfortable for me. And that's their problem. That's not your problem or anyone's problem it's just, this is the journey you want to go on so, so do it and going back to that you know letting people and family and friends know that you're, you're potentially doing your youtube is important because one they can recommend and if they know that you're out there then they're likely to say hey you know actually liam's um he's got a youtube channel check it out maybe subscribe you know there's, there's just another way of of spreading your message through the people that love and care for you and as soon as they get used to you stepping out of that box they'll just put you in a new box and that box will be the one that you're in and you're comfortable with and then you'll grow even more and then there'll be another box i'll have to put you in and that's okay So welcome back to another episode of the Get Work Savvy podcast, the show that aims to provide you tips, tricks, and ideas on how you can find or create a way to get paid for what it is that you're passionate about. And one of the topics that I am so keen to discuss with our featured guest, which is Scott. So Scott, how are you doing today? Um, I'm good. How are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. Thank you. Busy as ever, um, as we've just been talking about, but it keeps me out of trouble. Exactly. <laughs> but the topic being that of self-promotion and why it's so important especially when it is that we're looking to achieve something whether that be just a little side hustle whether you're trying to demonstrate your skills your expertise in the field of choice for you to promote what it is that you want to be doing and I know it's something that many people often have a bit of a struggle with so I just wanted to talk about some tips and some advice on how to do that, perhaps share some experiences that we've both had and try and help the listener if they're in a similar position on not necessarily doing that self-promotion as well as they could be. How does that sound to you, Scott? Sounds great. Yeah. I mean, it links well to me. I mean, you know, being a business owner, being able to feel confident in promoting myself is key. <laughs> Otherwise, I don't get any work. Uh, I don't get to help anyone. So yeah, it's really important for me. Uh, what a great subject. You, you know this stuff. So I'm, just, I'm, here, to, I'm here to tag along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you've got like, plenty of, of useful tips and advice that we'll be able to explore as we go through. But I think for me, the most important thing to consider is that if you are not self-promoting, if you're not talking about what it is that you're doing, if you're not able to share your message, your experience, your ideas with other people, then people are just going to never understand what it is that you're capable of. You might have the best product in the world. You might have the best idea for a business ever. But if you keep that inside, that's where it's going to stay. And if you don't get started, then you'll always have that regret of thinking, what if? And I think there's quite a big pressure these days to be present on social media and to post, post, post and try and get as much engagement as possible. And 
I think for some people, there is that risk of getting focused on trying to become a viral hit, trying to reach as many people as possible. But I don't think that's absolutely true. I think in some cases, yes, you do want to reach as many people as possible. But actually, if you can reach a targeted audience of your ideal listeners, your ideal customers, and you're able to speak to them in a way that builds some trusts, that provides them with a bit of education about what it is that you're doing, then that will enable you to build a relationship and then hopefully allow you to do some business or maybe even be hired or just thought of in a different way by your peers. Mm, I agree. I think, um, you know, you, you said about, you know, you may have the, the the best product out there. You may have the best business idea. It might, it might be there, but you're not sharing it. So no one knows. And I think, I, I don't know if we spoke about this before. I think we did because it just popped into my head, but it's the same as having the cure for something and then keeping it to yourself. That's wrong. <laughs> you could have something that could just give people everything that they need. You might not, but you might do. And keeping it to yourself is, is wrong and you should be able to share it and promote yourself or, or your business or your ideas because it could benefit many, many people. But unless you, like you said, put, it, put yourself out there, then it's not going to happen. Then I like that. I think that's, that's so true. And I think that, I mean, I, for, for me, I have been able to start to build my freelance work on, in addition to what I'm doing for my full-time job in content creation and, and helping other people build interactive learning experiences and things like this based on sharing what it is that I'm doing. And so if I'd never have said anything or if I'd never taken the chance to start these conversations with various people to tell them what I'm doing, then I'd never have had that opportunity to actually get that business. So for me, it's something that I'm just starting to do off my own back because being employed, I'm just employed. I, I do what I'm told, but somebody else goes to get the work in. But for me being at the start of my journey, doing that freelance work and you having made that transition into being a business owner, it is quite an important thing, isn't it? As you, as you mentioned before, if you don't promote what it is that you're doing and something goes wrong somewhere and the work starts to dry up then potentially you're going to have some months with no income or no sales or, or whatever it happens to be yeah totally and you know when I first started it's, it's the strange one because you're you I, I didn't have any business background I, I didn't have anyone to turn to it was, it was on my own and I started you know similar to, to you it was alongside my full-time job uh, and what, what happens is is that you try and help but you're not really you're not competent in knowing how to promote yourself necessarily, or you don't have, have the confidence to go for it because you are inexperienced. Not all the time you've got the experience, but you just you don't have that the confidence to to push forward with it. So, and I remember people used to come to me and say, you know, will you help me for free? And I'd be like, oh, yes, I'd love to, I want to, but I also need to bring in a little bit of income, uh, and it, and it's tough. So what, for for me, it's about getting to the point where. I can I can provide a service and earn from it, but then also be able to provide as much value as I can for free so people can get something from it. And that comes from being knowledgeable, calling on the right people, having that support network that can help you with self-promotion so you can get to that point, if that makes sense. So it's about providing a service so you can then make a living from it, which then enables you to help uh, reach a wider audience. But that comes down to having the, the right skill set and the right tools and the right experience to be able to promote yourself and put yourself out there and I think a lot of it's got to do with confidence hasn't it because I know the first couple of times I was posting I thought who on earth's going to listen to me 
and who what who am I to say this that and the other like what if somebody disagrees with me and things like that those those kinds of thoughts went um flooding through my head I don't know if it was the same for you Scott but certainly the the phrase imposter syndrome which we talked about before on the show is is quite a real thing and I know that there's always a lot of chat about the algorithm how to beat the algorithm how to get your message seen by the right people at the right time or by by as many people as possible but I think just getting in the rhythm of posting is is really helpful especially if it's on social media where you're looking to try and be seen and, and become a bit more relevant for me it's not just about getting 10 15 20 100 however whatever level you're at sets of engagement whether that be likes of comments it's also about building your portfolio so if somebody is keen enough they're going to do their due diligence to check out what you're saying on a regular basis to see if you're worthy of taking that conversation a bit further and like you said there at the very start people are a little bit unsure and they think they can perhaps ask for a favor or two on, on like either a discounted or a or a freebie basis so yeah i mean i can i can certainly relate to to having um, done about 100 projects this year um and <laughs> not all of them have been paid and i think partly that's down to my good nature but also another part of that is down to because i haven't been putting it out there as a more professional offer for people and and having a little bit of that imposter syndrome in the back of my mind that I've let it get to that stage. So, so for you, Scott, how did, did you find that once you were starting to post a bit more and to become a bit more present and do a bit more of that self-promotion that the, the freebies and the people not taking you quite as seriously as what you'd like and hope, did that kind of stop after you started that or, or when was the, the kind of turning point for you? As for me, it wasn't necessarily about the people externally from the people around me asking these questions, potentially about my services. It was about the confidence that I had to be able to, to say, you know, I can help you. And I knew I could, but it is just about, it's, it's that self-doubt and self-doubt is the killer of confidence. As soon as you have that, that moment of doubt and that thought, often it creates inaction and action leads to confidence. So if you don't take any action, you don't become more confident in it. So, so for me, it wasn't necessarily about the people. It was about me dealing with my my thought processes, my demons, if you want to call it that. And and that and and what I decided to do, I just I knew what I needed to to do and I knew the information was valuable. But for me at that point in time, it was about just diving into my skill set even more and the work that I was doing, get becoming fascinated with the subject. So it was, you know, I'm gonna learn more. For me, this is this is what worked for me. If I'm going to learn more about my subject. I'm gonna to listen to more podcasts. I'm gonna read more books. I'm gonna do a few courses. And then you get to a point of feeling, okay, you know, I, I, I feel more confident and competent in my subject. So I'm going to go ahead and take more action and just go with it and see what happens because action leads to confidence. So I, that was how I did it initially. It was I need to just learn and become fascinated with it and then go from there, really. Absolutely. And uh, I think a popular, a popular method or popular um, strategy that originally came from Gary Vee was that document over create. And I think that's especially important if you're just starting out as well, or if you're just thinking, I'm not too confident about this or being perceived as that expert, you know, having that, who am I to be posting about this, that, and the other. If you think about you sharing content or information and, and promoting yourself, and it doesn't have to be in a 
come buy from me, come buy from me, come buy from me, because I think that's totally the wrong way to go. I think that that will turn more people off than will give them the incentive to come and actually do business with you or to follow you. But I think that if you are in that state of you thinking, I'm not sure what to post, just writing about what you've learned or some questions that you might have is a real valuable thing. And for for me, the the people who I follow most, they provide me with education they provide me with entertainment but also they challenge what I'm thinking about and they do throw in the odd question and and really do open my eyes into some topics that I haven't necessarily thought about too much Um, and I think it's the same for for anyone if they're promoting themselves that that's the kind of thing that you need to be doing you need to be providing your expertise in that education kind of piece you need to be trying to be somewhat entertaining and i'm not saying that you need to turn yourself into ant and deck or a cabaret show but have some kind of normality some kind of personable personality behind what you're posting and and not just a persona that you're putting up and some people just use a persona and that's fine yeah but i think that the people that i relate to have that personality as well as that education piece and and then every now and again sprinkling that little bit of sales um, because obviously that is important at times too. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I going back to, you know, how I did, I, I dived into that educational side of things and, you know, developed and, and learned more, but that was because of self-doubt, right? Because I was like, Oh, am I knowledgeable enough? Are people going to listen to me? Is it going to be valuable enough? So I did that to try and combat the self-doubt and, and it worked for me at that time. Now, you know, I reflect back, I think actually, no, it was just, it was just self-doubt and I just need to go with it because I'll know things that other people won't know. And they'll think, wow, that's amazing. I think, Oh, really? Okay, cool. Yeah. That's something I just, it comes naturally to me, but that's, it's about having the confidence to know that we know more than we think. But also a big turning point for me was that it wasn't necessarily the content and the content's powerful and I'm very big on giving as much value as I can. And, and I'm sure you, you know that about me by now. Mm. It, it's not just about the content, but as you say, it's about you as a person, people are going to remember you and you'll create those, those fans. They, oh, look, oh, there's, there's Liam, there's, there's Scott, you know, I, I'm looking forward to seeing their next post and you create those, you, you find those, that community of people because of who you are, not necessarily the content, because a lot of the time you could Google, you know, self-promoting myself how do I promote myself and it will come up with 10 tips it's there um, Mm. a lot of the time but it's not necessarily the content although it's valuable it's the way you put across the content and that comes down to who you are and how you give that information across I think that's important to remember that was a real uh, I don't know whether it's it's the same for you but that was a real turning point for me it was like okay I just need to be me because some people will like me some people won't but that's cool I just got to go with it yeah absolutely I couldn't agree more I think that I think the people that I navigate towards more on your social medias and who I listen to more um, are those people that I feel like I've got a relationship with them. And um, Mm. just to go back to, I don't know if I've mentioned it to you before, Scott, but I had a a conversation with somebody at work recently and they felt like they'd known me because of (laughs) a podcast that they listened to. And it was really weird to start with, but actually it makes a lot of sense. If somebody's able to relate to you because of what you're writing or the videos that you post or the podcasts that you release, then you're able to build up that level of trust. And and if and you're already winning, aren't you? Because if somebody thinks, oh, I like Scott or I like Liam because of what they've said and I really relate to them and, and this, that and the other, then you've already got a bit of an edge on anyone else who is going to be offering that thing that they might need at one point or another. 
for sure and ultimately all of this comes from taking action right it comes mm-hmm. from actually putting yourself out there and and going with it and seeing what happens especially if you're just starting out that's what i would say is you know that was one like i say looking back um i don't look i don't think of it in a negative sense i think oh wow i've grown a lot but i, I would just the thing i would do differently is to put myself out there much more and not worry too much about what people would think knowing that i actually have the knowledge i have the experience in comparison to a lot of people um and it's it's going to work well and just combat that 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 overthinking with action and see where it goes and i think i've said this before on another podcast we've done but uh, for me a really really powerful phrase that i use is if i don't look back in six months and cringe then mm. the development that i've gone through has not been at the rate that i want it to be so i've just put not progressed quick enough um and that just that kicks me into action because i think well i want to look back and go what, what was i doing um because it means i've grown and, and that's what we want so yeah that's if if I was going to do it, if I was going to do it again, I'd just take action a lot quicker and, and not worry so much about the post because you will potentially that post is just going to go into the, the abyss. It's just going to be after you keep promoting yourself, it could be 50 posts. The one that you posted however long ago it was doesn't it doesn't have a lot of impact anymore long gone and forgotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no matter how good it is. Yeah, abs- absolutely. I think that I think that's something. I, I haven't spoke to you before about this, Scott, so I'm going to ask you the question and let's see, see what you think on this. But <laughs> when you've heard the the advice that often gets flung around about, um, about you need to post every day, you need to post three things. You need to post at least, um, four, four types of content like this. One of them has to be in the morning. Another one has to be in the afternoon. Like that advice, does that, work out in real life has that worked out for you have you heard that kind of message being spread yeah yeah for sure absolutely it's it's every day twice a day and ultimately it's got it's got to work for you if you if it's creating stress then no you've got to take a step back and think what works for me um and there there are ways there are plenty of of options out there you know you know for example the 80 20 rule 80 20 80 percent you know personal life 20 percent uh, work life value um you know there's lots of different different variations of it but if if for me my post i try and post once a day because it works for me i've got the time to sit down and 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 draft some posts and but today i was going to put a post out i reread it didn't like it i put something else out i just you know it's absolutely fine it's just about being relaxed depending on i think what business you've got and whether you've got someone that can help you if you run off your feet then maybe you need someone to help you but yeah I don't know. I think it's, if it's causing stress and aggro, to just take a step back and think, you know, what is good for me? Because it's going to reflect in the way that you put your your post out, your content out, and people will, will feel, they'll vibe off that, I think. Absolutely. And I think that I, I, I totally agree with that. And I think that, you know, that advice might work for some people, um, but certainly for myself, I can't commit to a certain time of day. <laughs> I can't, mm. I can't, I just can't do it. Like I know there's some, you know, some applications out there that will allow you to, to post, like to schedule posts and things like that. And if you can do that pre-planning, fantastic. But I think that that potentially that could hold you back a bit as well. I know that a couple of posts I've made, um, I I made, I made a, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I, I did a post at the start of the week and then I didn't post for three or four days. But actually, I think because I wasn't filling my feed with 
the next post of what it was I wanted to say, that it actually gave that piece of content a little bit time to breathe and to resonate with a few more people that it'd be shown to. So I think there's something to say about mixing it up a bit as well. Um, mm, and like yeah, I like that a lot. And I think that um, that also trying to to mix up the style of the way you're promoting yourself wherever possible is always a good idea. And what I mean by that is not always going for written content. Yes, you might be, you know, absolutely in love with writing, but don't always think in don't, but don't always think that's the method of delivery that I have to choose. Um, there's, you know, some amazing mobile applications that you can get out there now, which are all free to use. Well, not all, um, which, <laughs> which many of them are free to use where you can create great images. You can get free stock images off of somewhere like unsplash.com. Um, you can go to Canva and create um, some beautiful little images to try and catch someone's attention. And for me, coming from the world of learning, and I know it's a bit of a taboo subject in the world of L&D, so any L&D professionals listening, I do apologize. And hopefully I'm not <laughs> going to start a, an argument with you, but, Too I, late. Do, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I do believe um, to an extent in the, the ability or that we all have a certain type of learning style. So, I naturally navigate towards listening or watching something opposed to reading because again, whether I've set that kind of um, that preference in my mind, or it's just something that I've labeled myself as not being good at, but I find it easier to listen or to, to watch something or to see something visually. Whereas other people might just absolutely love reading and can't get enough of reading. Um, so kind of linking that back to what I was saying is is thinking about how you can present that information in a couple of different ways as well if you might write the best post in the world but actually it doesn't do too much because people haven't seen it all in in the full length of posts that you shared or they've not seen it in their feed because they haven't logged on to the system or the platform at that particular moment and it's gone into that abyss where everyone else is posting at exactly the same time then think about refreshing your content and free, think about rephrasing and repurposing the quote that you used or that killer stat that you've got in the middle of what it is you've been writing about in a, a video or in a um, in a graphic that you might put up as a picture because it really will allow you to, one, get the most out of what it is that you're saying, but two, to attract different kind of audience base based on those learning preferences and I think that's mm. um that's a real big tip that I've seen quite a lot of people um quite a lot of the more successful people in my view do is that they do use those facts and figures and stats and points that they've got to get across in those different ways to keep people's attention and to to try and attract a different audience to what might normally just read or just watch videos or just look at the the pictures that go on their timeline. Uh, I don't know yeah. if that's a similar experience for you, Scott. Yeah, variation is is it just sparks something in people. If you were just to post one one mode of content, then it's people get used to it. Every now and then, if you just put something in there that's slightly different to what they're used to seeing from you, then it's going to spark that little variety. Okay, cool. This is cool. What, what is this? I'll have a little listen. But interestingly, I think that brings its own own issues. You know, this isn't not in a negative sense too much, but you know, I've got a client 
and he is he he's he likes to do written posts and you know i'm not a i'm not a business coach um hashtag not a business coach uh, and i but the things that i do with uh, my clients actually have a knock-on effect to their business and their business excels as well and and what one of the things that he wants to do is he's, he's just very very worried and stressed about putting a video out he doesn't he just he just doesn't feel confident with it because he is potentially worrying what other people are going to think of him mm. he, he's worrying what other people will think of him so there's something we're working on at the moment and it's actually part of his homework for next week i won't i won't say his name but um yeah he, he he's out there we've been trying for the last couple of weeks but then it's just we're putting it off and putting it off and putting it off but um for, for good reasons he's had other things going on but it brings along when you want to change the different types of content if people aren't doing it you've got to ask why is it is it a confidence thing is there something that's standing in their way are they fearing what other people are thinking of them so we've worked on that um and i'm very very confident that next week he'll have a video out and it's going to be once it's there it's done it's, it's he'll feel so much better for it yeah and and once you've done it once it is that learning curve as well isn't it i suppose that you know from my point of view i'm comfortable creating a little video and a, and a graphic and it might be something that people just test and it's you know if you've got a if you've got a budget or if you've got um, a relative who's more into that kind of thing it's kind of trying to to figure out what's what's eight what you're able to get hold of resource wise and what time you've got to to spend kind of um making making it in the the way the fact the form factor that you you feel comfortable with but i think i think for for that person correct me if i'm wrong are they kind of saying things like well i don't want to be seen as a bit of a um i don't want to be seen negatively because of this piece of content or it doesn't i've i've watched xyz posts and they sound fantastic and the the look that they've got is brilliant is there that like comparison kind of issue there you kind of comparing yourself to somebody who you respect and you would like to be at the level of but actually it's kind of that first step on the run and you've got to remember that that person had a terrible video or a terrible graphic at, mm. at that um at the starting point as well well for him it's, it's, it's a, a part of that but it's more um how he is going to be viewed by other people it's not something that he feels comfortable he feels comfortable doing so it's more that um he, he, he very much leans on the side of trying to be a perfectionist uh, and you know we we know that perfection is is not attainable it's, it's, it's <laughs> always that step nice far <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you know we're striving for excellence instead uh, because that can be you can get that you can you can achieve excellence you can be excellent in many many things and it's and it's and it, you, excellence for different people is, uh, is something different um so we're striving towards that and and when we made that shift it is it is amazing the limiting beliefs though and the limiting thoughts that people have when it comes to to doing video actually um and rightly so but it's it's you can change it and that's what we've been working on um and that's why i feel very confident that by next week he'll have it done uh, and it will be out there and he'll be very very pleased and it will be a, a tick and he can move on and he can do another one and it's like you said earlier it's not just about you won't just continually videos now it's going to be uh, another tool in his in his toolkit that he can use for for mm. varying content for other people absolutely fantastic i think that yeah i think that perfectionism is something that holds people back it's something that's held me back in the past as well i, I want to get it right i want to get it 100 right before i put it out there i don't i don't want people who know what they're talking about to look at this because they'll say oh 
didn't quite do this bit right. I'd have done that differently. I think that that, that perfectionism does hold us back from, from posting something that, you know, in the grand scheme of things, if it's only on social media in that <laughs> social media feed, it's going to be relevant for a week or two, maybe. Um, and then you could have progressed on to perfecting it for, or to, to get to that next level for that next video. I think that, um, I think for me, definitely I've, I've used that. Um, I'm just making sure I've got it right. Excuse <laughs> before I've, I've done something. And that's something, ooh, hello, Pen. And that's something that, that I'd, I would, you know, echo there is, is by putting it out there, you will feel so much better and you'll be surprised. I think we, we started to speak about earlier. You mentioned Scott about how you perceive yourself is different to how others perceive yourself because you've got that level of knowledge and expertise. You think that you should know more. You should be better than what you, you are. But actually when you talk to other people who haven't got that level of um, understanding that you've had or that level of experience that you've had um, they will actually be blown away by the information you share and, and I know it's something that I've witted onto you about podcasting before about putting uh, 50p in the back of me sometimes because when somebody asks a question it's like well how far <laughs> how far do you want to go with this conversation is it do you really want to open Pandora's box of of the detail that we can talk about it or is it that you just want a like a really simple solution. And I think that I think that when you start to talk to somebody about what it is that you're passionate about and knowledgeable about, that's where you can really shine and, and actually surprise yourself in the amount that you know about a topic. Oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I'd, I've I've done that many times. I'm not bigging myself up, but I've said something and I thought, oh wow, that's that's pretty good. <laughs> um, and I'm 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 happy to to admit that. And and I think more people should because we learn a lot more but you know if 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 you if you're not doing it then you don't know so you've got to you've got to put yourself out there and and try and, and impart that bit of experience or information that you know and share a video or put that content out because like i said if you ain't doing it you you don't know it so and you've got to learn from that that feedback definitely and i, I think as you write there like not <laughs> i don't want to sound like i'm i'm too up my own um my own backside but it's having that confidence, but not borderline arrogance, I think is is how I describe it. You've got to have a certain level of confidence and trust in, in your abilities and knowledge, and, and that will be kind of perceived by others who um, you do speak up to, but then not not drift into that arrogance where you take it for granted. I think that's um, that's certainly uh, a bit of balance that, that you need there. Yeah, um, for sure. Otherwise, you just look like a bit of a yeah <laughs> uh, i know it all shall we say yeah that's the one that's exactly what i was thinking Lou. <laughs> yeah i actually had a, had a question for you actually i was okay. gonna yeah i wrote, go I wrote it. it down earlier so when you when you speak to people about um that kind of content and they're looking to maybe do podcasts or, or videos or change things around are there any any themes that people are talking about when it comes to that are they are they leaning towards one one kind of more self-promotion than the other or not for some people they don't know what they want in the nicest possible way you you'll you'd have seen somebody else's content you'd have seen the videos and think oh i like that and it's almost like the shiny object syndrome like oh that person or that company i can see they've done video very well and i want something exactly like that because i need my business my brand to be perceived like that 
and I don't think that's always the case. I think that you have to take things with that grain of salt and you have to do something that is right for you at the time of when it is that you're thinking about these things. And I think definitely having the aspirations to, to be on all platforms and be everywhere is, is a great aspiration to have. And you can spend your entire life making that happen, or you can pay for that to happen um, by, by getting somebody else to, to help you out in that content creation piece. But not to do myself a disservice or to, to do myself out of people coming to, to me to, um, to help with that. But I do think that you need to understand the purpose behind it. I think you, you need to have a good understanding of what that piece of content will do for you. And spending that two hours doing a video, is that the best use of your time? And is that where your ideal customer, your ideal audience is going to appreciate or get the most from um, what it is that you're trying to do? And, and linking that back to the education, the um, information and ultimately the trust that you can build with people to get that engagement to then lead on to that opportunity further down the line. I really think and believe that you've got to have a real good understanding of who it is that you're trying to speak to. And I know that it's mentioned quite a lot, but if you are new to the subject, um, then having a persona of who you're trying to reach really does help. So imagining that character of, um, of that type of person that is your ideal customer, your ideal audience, um, giving them a name, giving them an age, what their interests are, writing all these facts um, down to help you really understand who it is that you're trying to talk to and and not going too broad. I think that another mistake that people often do or that people often, yeah, that people often do, I guess that makes sense, that people often do is that they try to go too broad and not narrow enough. So they try to to flex their knowledge, their their muscle content wise on too broad of a topic. And then they don't necessarily show their level of expertise. Um, I think that that at the moment, um, audio is a really popular method um, for a couple of reasons. One, because Clubhouse has come onto the scene and um, mm -hmm. taken the world by storm um, in regards to um, the a bit of fear of missing out marketing that they've pushed there with only having it available on Android and you needing to have an invite to, to be able to, to go and partake. Um, but also people have got a bit of screen fatigue, um, I think, um, based on no statistics whatsoever. But I think that, that people where they've been on their laptops or their the um, screens to do zoom calls with people i think that sometimes it's a refreshing change to to listen to something instead of um, having to have that that focus on on watching something i think that audio is is kind of a, a trend that that has been growing for a little while now but even more so recently that's um that's kind of gathered a bit more of a pace with podcasting or um, live audio streaming um that's slowly um being adopted by many of the platforms um but yeah i think i think to answer your question a bit more definitely was kind of really have an understanding of of who it is that you're trying to reach what message you're you're trying to give to them in on each time that you're sharing something with them and having a reason for it as well so your reason doesn't have to be every time you're posting something i'm going to get one client to sign up for my product or my service because of what i've said in this post sometimes it's just to reach 
um, to build that next level of trust and to 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 offer that person that um, information that you're trying to put out. Um, and I think you're very good at it, Scott. I've rec- I've recently been observing you, um, I've not not in a stalkery kind of way, but I've just noticed you popping up on my feed, not necessarily <laughs> from posts that you've written, but actually from commenting on other people's posts. So connections that I don't have with people and some connections that I do have with people have popped into my timeline and the ones that I'm not connected with, the reason being is because you've liked and commented on it. And what a fantastic opportunity that is. I think that something that people do overlook at, from time to time is that actually you don't necessarily have to be posting something original. You can just add to somebody else's conversation to help get you that bit more visibility. Yeah, I, I, I do it. One of the reasons I do it is because I'm actually very interested and, um, I, I, I want to to get to know or at least create conversations with people that I wouldn't normally talk to you what you don't get that you know social media is fantastic for that you just get the opportunity to go hey really like this actually <laughs> like this is great um here I am if you ever want to chat then let's chat it's kind of that and and I, I, I one shift for me when I was first starting out I was I, I was I need you know I want to I want to work with people I want to prove how good I am a coach and I want to make, make difference to, to people's lives and, and create, you know, give them confidence and, and progress. And I try and, and everyone would be a client, but like, okay, this is mm. someone, this could be a client. This could be a client. I could, I could be working with this person. It would just drive me into the ground. But then I shifted and I heard someone say, okay, well actually let's see, see them as someone that can, you can get to know, build a relationship with, and that would then be able to recommend you. Because when someone recommends you, you've instantly gone up that other person that's potentially looking for you up, up their standards. You've, you've gone up because someone that they know has recommended you. Um, and that was a big thing for me. So I don't see someone as, a, as anyone as a client anymore. It's more as, who is this person? I'd like to get to know them. One, because they could be really cool. And two, because when you do that, you build a relationship, they're likely to recommend um, to someone else, which increases the chance of potential work. Uh, I- and that it is so powerful. I can really tell you that I've had, um, had a couple of recommendations recently, um, which I'm so thankful for. And I, I immediately reached out to the people who, um, who did the recommending <laughs> because it, it enabled me to, yeah. to get another project on the go, to have that conversation, to see if there's something that we could, we could work together with. And, and it is, it is really powerful. So yeah, no, that is some, some, absolute um, sound advice that you got there about um, not necessarily seeing everyone as potential um, client that you could sign or that you could work with or sell your products or services to but building a relationship I think that um, I think the phrase is used a bit overused but people buy from people don't they Um, I think that that kind of has some relevance here of you need to have that that personality and not just a persona um, not just that that cold corporate like um, presence online. I think that's really important. Yeah, I mean, there's so much pressure in the world. We just need to be a bit more chilled, I think, and go with it because some people will love that about you if that's who you are. If you're chilled, be chilled. With obviously with an air of professionalism, but if that's who you are, 
be more like that because you'll attract the people that like it. Um, I don't know if I said this to you before, but you know, some people are, you know, they, I might speak to someone and I know I can help them, but that person might not like the fact that I use my hands mm. when I talk. I can't do anything about that. That's who I am. But someone will love that. And that's okay. So um, just be more you. I think if you're ever going to try promoting yourself, promote you as a person. Yeah. If you're unsure of, of who, you, who you are as a person, then that's something you need to dive into uh, because that's going to have a real positive impact onto your your product or your business or your service, whatever it is that you're, you're trying to promote. Um, yes, yeah, so dive deep into who you are. That's that's one of the first things that, that I, I would do. I do with my clients um, if they're looking to promote their business or at least feel better in, in taking themselves out of their comfort zone for their business. It's like, who are they? Uh, and be more like that because you're going to get the people that you really want watching you. And you're always going to get found out if you're just pretending. I think, um, yeah, no, I think that's spot on there, Scott. Um, did you have any other questions or any other thoughts in mind about how to to promote ourselves a bit better? Well, I th- no, well, I think yeah, you you touched on when we when we spoke the other day. It was kind of family, family and mm. friends, and, and telling your family and friends your goals, your dreams, your visions, but actually not telling them because of a fear of judgment and fear of what they're going to say and and. Yeah, I think that's quite, that's a really important topic because I, I know I went through it um, and I'm sure many people do. It's it's that I really want to do this, but, you know, what's what's mum and dad going to say? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's something that, yeah, it's it's something, it's it's a strange situation, isn't it? When you're, you're super confident in your abilities and, and well, not necessarily super confident, <laughs> you're, you're, you're confident enough in, <laughs> wanting to to follow a path um but then but then yeah when it comes to the crunch when somebody asks you a loved one or a uh, a friend or or somebody like a family member that that you respect and you you want them to take you seriously but there's that kind of risky moment where you're like oh do I tell them do I not um I know I'm certainly having that at the moment (laughs) in my in my kind of journey um for a couple of reasons. No, the first reason being is I'm a little bit scared of people kind of saying, uh, ah, you're on, on YouTube. I, uh, way kind of that reaction. Um, <laughs> because I am a little bit like, yeah, a little bit unsure on how it's going to be perceived, if that makes sense. But also I'm not telling my, my close knit family and friends, um, that I'm going down the YouTube route because I know they're not my target audience. <laughs> so I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant. Like I'm happy to, to talk to them about it, but equally I want to prove myself a little bit beforehand, if that makes sense. And I don't know if that's just because I, I perhaps hold their judgment on a bit more of a pedestal or it's just, I've got a bit more determination that I want, I want to be able to present them with something that's real rather than a, a pie in the sky kind of, yeah, I'm doing this and, and having those comments of, Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah. You won't be doing that in six months, that kind of negativity. So yeah, I don't know if you can analyze that, Scott. <laughs> yeah. I've, yeah. I'll analyze that. I've been analyzing it the last two minutes you've been talking. Um, <laughs> um, no, I, it's it's a strange one because, you know, people are always going to have their opinions, no doubt. Um, and often it's because they put people in boxes. So, this is what Liam does. This is what I expect of him. As soon as you start stepping out of that and doing something that they're not used to, they're going to question it. And they go, hey, come back into the mm. box that I put you in. 
come back now because it's not comfortable for me and that's their problem that's not your problem um or anyone's problem it's just this is the journey you want to go on um so, so do it and and going back to that you know letting people and family and friends know that you're, you're potentially doing your youtube is is important because one they can recommend and if they know that you're out there then they're likely to say hey you know actually liam's um he's got a youtube channel check it out maybe subscribe you know there's, there's just another way of of spreading your message through the people that love and care for you and as soon as they get used to you stepping out that box they'll just put you in a new box um and 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 that box will be the one that you're in and you're comfortable with. And then you'll grow even more. And then there'll be another box I'll have to put you in. And that's okay. So, um, so yeah, I think with that, without analyzing too much, I'd, I'd go ahead. I'd drop in all the messages and say, hey, subscribe. <laughs> um, <laughs> and spread the word, please. Because uh, it's, it's exciting for you. And, and, and it's, it's, it's a journey that you, you're going to go on no matter what happens, what they say anyway. So they may as well join for the ride. Mm. You do realize you're just taking my excuse away. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> but, um, but no, yeah, I think that's a valid point. I think I am hiding behind that. Oh, I'm testing it to make sure, you know, I get my right target audience. Of course, you know, some people might subscribe out of a bit of loyalty, but but equally, yeah, it's um, if it's not for them, they're not really going to do it, are they? So, yeah, yeah I, I like. But the, they might know someone that will. Very, very true. You don't know what conversations they might have to then recommend and I like I love that analogy of of um, people have already put you in a bracket or people have already put you in that box, and you're just kind of removing that label and and then you'll be put into a slightly larger box or a larger bracket um, for yeah. them to to think about. I think it's cool, you know. That, you know, we we put people in boxes as well. You know, you know, this is this is Liam, and this is what I expect of you. And as soon as you step out, I'm like, oh, that's not what I was kind of expecting. Oh, okay, cool. Well people if they've got that growth mindset they'll go cool that's really good actually yeah good on you i can't wait to follow your journey but people if they're not too sure uh, and they used to you've been doing that for the last 10 years that's not right you can't be doing that they'll question it and you know i remember my um my my great gran she's my great gran she's still alive now she's 1993 awesome <laughs> and uh yeah she's, she's going she's, she's bright as a button but she um she said to me uh, when i was first started by my business she said I said, actually, how's it going? I said, yeah, it's going okay. It's, it's a bit tough. And I was probably, it was probably going for about, you know, six months. Uh, and she went, you know, you you can go and get a job and work in the NHS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I said, Grant, I said, if if Jeff Bezos had gone and, and had done that, then he wouldn't be the, the billionaire he is now. Um, I said, so I know I'm going to carry on. Thank you very much. But I appreciate that. And that's just mm. love and care. Uh, and, you know, she cares about me. She loves me. But I was doing something that she wouldn't necessarily have agreed with but now i speak to her and i carried on the journey and i i did what i, I felt like i was i wanted to do and i'm going for my dreams and my goals and, and guess what she's on board and and she's put me in that different box and she's she's enjoying it so yeah i love that i think um i'm certainly in that kind of <laughs> that kind of zone uh, when i'm going to be talking to my my family members and friends because i'm going to do it scott i promise you i'm going to do it i'm committing here hold you to that. On, yeah, on the podcast um but yeah no i think uh, i think that yeah i think i'll certainly be in that zone but ready to prove people wrong so not a problem with that um i think <laughs> um i think the story that you once told me about the um the caged bird comes to mind and um, perhaps we'll we'll dive into that in another time but yeah i mean have you got is there anything else that you thought we should cover or 
No, I don't, I don't think so. I think, um, yeah, I think the important thing is just if it's for, for me with confidence and self-promotion is, um, you know, focus on what it is you're trying to achieve and that's still focus. If you focus, you know, if you focus your energy on what could go wrong and the problems, then that's what is potentially going to happen. Whereas if you focus on what you're trying to achieve in the goal and you're, you're driven, you've got that drive, and that motivation to go for it and you keep, that is your focus, then everything is going to work out the way that you want it to work out most of the time. And, and then if it does go wrong, if things don't go the way you want, as I've said before, failure is feedback. Um, problems are a sign of life and, and we want to live. So we've got to go ahead and accept those problems. But if, we're, if our focus is where we want to be going, uh, what people say is not going to bother us so much. And, yeah, and, and, and one thing that I like to do is every now and then I'll list my strengths uh, as a reminder and I'll come back to them if, if and when I need them. So, okay, cool. So this is this is my strength. And this is, and this is, and this is. So I'll tell you what, I'm going to go ahead and put that post out and, and see how it goes. Absolutely fantastic advice. And yeah, if anyone has got any questions on on content development, then um, then certainly do uh, reach out. I've got links in the show notes to both mine and Scott's profiles. Um, if you're interested to learn a bit more about coaching and the potentials of how Scott could help you, I know um, he's super proud and rightly so of his new website, uh, Further Coaching com is it scott yeah further-coaching.com yep excellent and again that's going to be in the show notes so please do go check out scott on on his website or even on linkedin as well because he offers so much value through his presence on the platform but yeah just leaves me to say thank you once again for coming onto the show scott and um and looking forward to speaking to you again soon yeah thanks for having me